You see my abuelita that, that I put so up? <laughs> that was so creepy. Like, I want to do that now. Well, my daughter, my daughter's like, uh, let's play on Snapchat. And I'm like, that's stupid. Whatever. So I, I put the face thing on, and all of a sudden, my little abuelita is there, like with her hair. And like the when voice she in there, is that that voice redone, or is that you your voice? You no, it, the Snapchat app does the, the voice, and it was like, wah, 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 wah. Hey, guys, my name is Omar Gonzalez. This is Mo. Welcome Hi. to the Mo and O photo show. show. Super clip. <laughs> awesome. Loudness. <laughs> Audio files. Love it. Uh, we have a new name, the uh, Mo and O photo show. Thanks to, I didn't write his name down, but uh, we had the first, Ryan from Ryan. England. Uh, Ryan will be uh, getting an old mug with the old name on it because he's old. No, I'm just kidding. I, I made a couple of new mugs, and we're going to send him one. And shipping will be $4,000. Yes, just like Columbia. <laughs> you shipped one there too, didn't My you? My goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, guys, this show, if you're stumbling upon the show, this uh, this is a podcast between two buddies. Uh, we are friends that discuss uh, photography. We do tech, phones, life and food usually i love food food good i'm a big fat boy do you know what the keto diet is yes it's a lie (laughs) (laughs) right it's a lie well i think like if you do some of the stuff from the keto diet which is you know reducing your carbs i think it's good but if you're on the keto, i've seen things where if you're on the keto diet like you could be dying inside yeah like you know every diet that has you reducing one very important part of your intake you're 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 risking something. Yeah. I mean, all these diets should be temporary. I mean, there should never be 24/7 365 keto diet. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, you want to eat everything that's is that the one with the natural everything has to be That one's where like carbs are completely out. So for rice, for example, you use Hard cauliflower and bacon are good. Yeah. But a little piece of bread, you're 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 the devil. Yeah, and I I uh, for variety. Paleo, that's the one I was thinking. Oh, paleo, yeah, okay. paleo. Those are yeah, people do them for a while, and then of course you go back to pizza. Damn it! Unless you're one of those guys that has six packs forever. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yeah. So did you ever have six packs? I did. Uh, I think when I was twenty, twenty-two. Uh, I, the closest I got to was a three and a half pack, but I've always been two hundred plus pounds. Yeah, I was. I had them by default. I was so skinny. <laughs> we were talking. The yeah, thing I kept was hearing playing. something in the background. I'm like, what is that? Oh my god, we love to play our show on the show. <laughs> it's sort of like an Inception thing. Can you keep up with us? <laughs> let's talk about Canon. Yeah, let's talk about Canon and then reviews in general. So the Canon RP. We talked about that last time. How we we bashed it we like bashed immediately. It. We 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 just. Threw it down a flight of stairs, picked it back up, brushed it off, and then threw it down another flight of stairs. The staircase. It was just, a, it was, a, you know what? Based on its specs, it was very called for. I mean, but. How many YouTube videos are made just on specs and people don't hold on to the camera? And I've made them myself. I don't know. But there's billions probably. Yeah. I mean, billions. Billions. <laughs> because that's what we did. We we heard the specs and we bashed it. Now, now granted, based on hands-on review, we're right. We were justified. Yeah, We're justified. Yeah. But I think, um. One thing, I was watching DP Reviews. Love them. Uh, now we know their names, Chris and Jordan. Chris and Jordan. <laughs> and, and we were watching, I was watching their review, and, and they went into it very politely. They they bashed the camera, but in a way where you felt like, oh, that's a very nice way to do it. And and bottom line is, it is a camera aimed for very new beginners moving into the full frame market. Yeah. It's not meant for prosumers and not meant for pros. Enthusiasts, he kept saying. Uh, if you're an enthusiast or who, pro. 
He said he did say some people will be disappointed, but if you're just an enthusiast and enthusiast meaning like a hobbyist. I think you're lying. <laughs> or I have to rewatch it then, maybe. Maybe I'm lying. I don't know. But no, based on what I, I got towards the end of the video, it was um, uh, Jordan telling you definitely, if you're looking for this for video, stay away from it because it, it's, it's you can get so much better from the, the X-T30. Do you feel Jordan's a little bitchier? I, I think Jordan is a pull punches. <laughs> yeah. He's that guy like, listen, hold on, look at me. This is not the camera for you. He's like, if you're looking for 10K, 4-bit, 9-er, 4-er. That's another thing. Like, you know, he holds different level video cameras He's in his done. hand. Yeah. So he will, he'll tell you right off the bat, like, if you're going to spend this much money for that, you might as well get the other one that has everything much better. And even with their, they've improved the, the eye face recognition Yeah, thing. that was cool. You saw that? Yeah. And I was like, wow, two seconds, uh, two, was it two? Oh, the frames frame per, per yeah. second thing. And I'm like, well, that's really. That's pretty bad. Slow. Yeah. Like, you know, he would be in one second up here. Then the next, then, then he's like, where are you? <laughs> I mean, it would find him. But it was too late when I you mean, went for exactly. the shot. So if you're not doing portraits, which you're just sitting still. You might as well not even bother with that camera. So great lesson from Chris if you're doing a review. We said it last time, but he just says, I really love the handling. I really love the grip. He says a lot of positive stuff first. And then um, I uh, here's the key word that he uses. I really wish they would have. Right. Right. It's like it's like being told, like, hey, it's okay, big guy. <laughs> you could have next time. Next time. You know what, Cannon? <laughs> I, I really wish that those had two that had two card slots oh, but it's okay it's your okay. handling is great yes, yes. and uh, but i really wish you weren't such an ass <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my beep now i have to beep that oh jeez there there will be some editing now <laughs> yeah so uh i i appreciate the way they review and we were talking about this a little bit like we kind of did it to panasonic didn't we yep so i wanted to bring that up too the s s1 s1r <laughs> i've never even seen that camera so we were here's talking the about thing it. art of photography right ted forbes i was watching him the other day and he he made me realize so many things because I, I i just you ever the youtube wormhole right oh yeah so i watched one of wasps. his videos you got wasps yeah and i started and i started like auto playing a lot of his videos i mean i'm already a subscriber to him but it played all his videos back to back and i'm like you know what he just went out to look at the panasonic s1 and s1r and he was talking about how it's not even released yet so the firmware that's out on it isn't the final one this that and the other so i said to myself Yet here I am. I've already bashed his camera and written it off, and I've written like you it wouldn't off. even. Yeah. So I'm I'm decided that going forward, what I'm going to do on this little podcast is tell you the specs, give you my opinion on those specs, and try not to bash them. Whether I, I will say whether I like those specs or not, but I won't go in depth into bashing them like I did with the, <laughs> the Nikon. The Nikon. That's a perfect so. example. We. And uh, we, we've sort of bashed that right away and then kind of liked it after, after handling it and you know, using it Bottom line, it a though, bit. Yeah. It, it, it is much better than I ever would have dreamed, but it still would never have been my camera. Yeah. But yeah. Those dual cards of slots oh, are Don't get into so it now, you see? <laughs> you've already, like, you've already ruined the, the New Year's resolution that you had. Feel good vibes. Feel what good you're supposed vibes. to say is, I wish Nikon would have had dual cards. You know what? Would have made that camera so much better if they would have gone with the dual, dual card slot. Yeah. 
but and then you sandwich it and then you say but the handling is great the nikon image quality coming out of the camera is just so crispy and delicious the eye autofocus that it's improved on which was went from almost nothing to an amazing level it, it's great so if, if you're not a professional it's a great camera for you. Paul. All right, so let's talk about the RP a little bit, what they said in DP Review and kind of bouncing off what we said last time. If you want a full frame and you want to just play around with, I, I always say that camera is kind of like, no one's buying a $2,000 lens, you know, because the, the uh, R lineup, the mirrorless lineup for Canon is like pro already. It's all red ring. Exactly. But uh, if you want to adapt one of your plasticky little, you know, 50 millimeter, one point eight hundred dollar lenses on there, man, you could just play, 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 and it's full frame. Once you go full frame, bro. Exactly. If you're gonna if you're gonna be talking head video and you're just gonna have it on a tripod, not moving around, it's gonna be one of the better cameras out there for you to record in 4K. So would the RP work for this setup? Like if someone was doing like a two guy thing, or two girl thing, ooh, or both. <laughs> Oh, this show just got a little dirty right there. Oh my, get your room clean. <laughs> well, I, I mean, th I think it could work. But bottom line is this, though: if if the battery will last long enough to get us through um, our our recording, then it, then it'll be worth it. But I think an investment when you already have a solution isn't really a solution. That's a great point. You're right. It's 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 buying just for the sake of buying. Right. Just to say that I'm not putting the stress on. I mean, but if you are allevi alleviating the stress on your work camera, then maybe it is worth it. Yeah. I mean, um, I wonder what kind of wear and tear video does to it. No, not it's uh, it's not too. I don't think it it. Uh, yeah, I don't know actually. Say the words. <laughs> say it. <laughs> it's because I don't know. I was going to make something up. Uh, uh, you know my shutter? Uh, I, I had to get my shutter replaced on the 5D Mark IV because, man, you know the shutter count on it? I can't even imagine. You're a sprayer. Total sprayer, right? right. And I shoot about, like, if someone is coming in at an entrance, I have about, like, you know, 12 frames for two feet. <laughs> But I get my moments. That's right. And that's, that's, hold on a second. When I say Omar's a sprayer, it's important to realize he shoots events. For oh, events, yeah. For event photography, you you do want to spray at certain moments. Without like, praying. Uh, yeah. But uh, there's certain point moments where you don't want to spray because there's no need to spray. No one's moving. There's nothing going on. You could measure the shot you want, click it, move over somewhere. Especially like weddings where you're doing the vows. Yeah. Don't spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... If, if there's the ring exchange going on or the kiss, yes, spray. But if they're just looking at each other, don't spray. Yeah. There's there's moments to spray. But Omar has, uh, doing it, he does a lot of bar mitzvahs, bat mitzvahs. There's people running around all the time, the chair being spun around. There's there's moments where you just, in his line of work, have to spray all day. Yeah, spray so. all day. I got the shirts made, yo. <laughs> but I was going to say, the other time I do it is, uh, let's say it's the grab and grin, I call it. You know, people grab mm -hmm. each other. Um, <clears throat> sorry. We're both sick, by the way. <laughs> in case yes. you're wondering why we sound like we sound. Yeah. Uh, I will shoot three frames. Pop, 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 and my recite my uh, my speed light uh, flash power is around thirty one sixteenth or lower usually. So the recycle is just as fast as pop, pop, pop. So I could shoot three quick, and the reason I do that is because people's expressions change really quickly. Someone either will blink, or there's a there's like a heightened moment where people are still moving, 
You know, some people are slower for pose shots. I see them in my frame, mm -hmm. and there's four people that are ready, and the last lady in the corner is still, like, flipping her hair. Yes. And I've already shot three pictures, and I'm waiting for her to finally be like, yeah, oh, hi, And then when hi. she pops out, everyone else is walking away. I'm like, <laughs> Photoshop later. Gosh dang you. <laughs> no, these are, like, the party shots and stuff. But, yeah, uh, there are people that are slower than the others. So sometimes that person gets cut off. Mm -hmm. They don't know that, but... If the other group of the friends, these are like adults that are like just super partying, their ties are like <laughs> off, and they're like screaming, and she's fixing herself in the corner. If that picture if was stronger, in, if she isn't part of the middle group, she's out. She's out. She's <laughs> cropped, and the picture is amazing because everyone's like, "Yeah." It's like uh, Gwen, we're gonna have to catch you, Gwen. <laughs> Gwen. 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 Stop with the hair, Gwen. Gwen, you have two teeth. Please focus here. <laughs> Quite all of a sudden it's toothless oh no, no she, she has, has two teeth, teeth. <laughs> so anyway i do i do spray a lot of times there pop 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 really quick just so that i have a choice later and i get to deliver my client like great moments because of that so my shutter count because of that was three hundred and fifty thousand. wow that is wow. and the light you know what a life of a canon 5d mark IV shutter recommended is five hundred thousand. no no, it's recommended to uh, switch it out at like 150,000 shutter wow. count. And uh, the, the, the woman who, you know, at the Canon Pro Center that like hooked it up and she's like, Sir, sir, we're calling camera Dyfus. Sir, sir, you're going to have to leave, sir, and leave this camera with us. It's like, this poor baby. Yeah. So I said, yeah, I shoot a lot. I was like all embarrassed. I was like, yeah, I, I, pray, <laughs> I pray and spray. No, actually, the other – oh, so sorry. I, I was going to finish that story. I have the shutter replaced. Wow. And But when you're shooting video, the shutter is not involved because it flips up the mirror, and we're just like right shooting the into the sensor. Mm. Delicious. Uh, but yeah, I had the shutter replaced, and now I asked her, as I'm like, is it at zero now? And she's like, yep, it's like a brand new camera for that. Anyway. When I got my first uh, Nikon D800, um, well, my only Nikon D800, I went to the A50 after that. But when I got it, it was refurbished, and they had replaced the shutter mechanism. So it actually came to me. Mm, um, with a fresh shutter. With a fresh shutter. And I, I was like, get out of here. Then I realized, oh, it's refurbished. It makes sense, blah, blah, blah. And I, I finished it up with just 50000 Wow, that's crazy. And I shot a lot, I thought. <laughs> I you got know nothing. nothing on me, yo. I know nothing. Well, you know, it's funny. It's like that's the biggest selling point. If you're trying to sell your camera used, people are like, what's your shutter count? What's your shutter count? And you're like, I looked up the shutter count for my 5D Mark IV, and it was high. It was like 180,000. Mm -hmm. uh, but I put it up there, 180,000. It cost me, I think, 150 bucks to change out the shutter. And I wonder how much your resale would go up if you said, hey, my shutter count's three. <laughs> Wait, the camera's eight years old, but it's only three shots? I don't pray and spray. I, I only take the shot. I <laughs> the shot. That's I compose, it. and then I do not take the shot. <laughs> if it's not, no. So I it's only the have shot three that frames. makes baby Jesus cry. You should see my portfolio. Uh, I love it's that quote comment the other day. It makes baby Jesus cry. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I love our fans. They're, they're weird. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Hey, I'm going to ask you something real quick. You put up something like this little uh, knock on people that call themselves pro. 
I don't know what you're talking about. All right. I do know what you're talking about. I was going to say, like, uh, I, I, I was like, I shoot an aperture priority sometimes, you know, if the situation calls for it. It was a, it was, I'll put it up here, but it was like, everyone's a pro until you have to shoot manual. <laughs> Exactly. It was it was a top of a shutter dial, uh, a, ma- a mode dial. And, Come on, uh, that's, and I, and that's messed that, up, yo. I thought it was hilarious because it's messed up. It's it's the truth. How many times? It's you, not the truth. It's the truth. We're gonna debate now. Let's go. <clears throat> How many times have you had people who really know nothing about photography other than they take great composed pictures, telling you, "Oh, look at this picture," and and they have the pop up flash up and this. Yeah, that, but they the could other. hold the pop up flash down. But they don't. And and taking all right. Let's say the pop up flash doesn't go off. They could have the best eye and shoot an auto. Could they be pro? I say Anyone yes. Could be pro. Listen, you could be I a pro with yes, an iPhone. Brother. You could be a, a pro with an iPhone. You could be a pro with an, a Samsung phone. Damn you! You could be a pro with anything. I just think it's hilarious. When I saw that meme myself, I'm like, I've been here. That's a, that's a good debate. Like, no, do you need to know the workings of the exposure triangle to charge people? No. You know what you what you know what you need to charge people? You need to be able to deliver a product someone wants. You're right. Like if you shot auto and the same thing and you rocked it and people will pay for that. If I took my iPhone XR, 10R, right. and I went out to somewhere to someone's event as a as a guest and I rocked all these pictures for them and I showed it to them in my, you know, my my gallery setup and I'm like, "Hey, if you want these photos, it only costs you this much. Someone might pay for those. Yeah, totally. So it's again, I, I'm a strong believer in a professional should should air quotes for those listening should know a lot about the specs, the the, the technical how to work side, the camera, yeah, and and how to get the light, how to do this. But ultimately, the definition of a pro is someone receiving money for their work. Absolutely. So you don't have to be professional to be a pro. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. That was a great debate that really didn't get too heated. awesome awesome speaking of charging go when should you charge when did you when i charge when do you charge when should you give a discount when should you be freebie should you be freebie should you always charge no you shouldn't always charge in my thought in my philosophy one of the two times you should not charge uh is one when you're starting and trying to build your work when you don't have the confidence to charge because that will just as long as the other person knows you know that you're building your portfolio or your this is a learning process and two for your personal work you know for the personal work you really shouldn't charge people um when you're trying something you know to to like the headshot thing that we did mm-hmm. like i wouldn't feel comfortable charging because we were building our knowledge base right now we're, we're both very good headshot takers but we were trying something brand new totally could have so, charged so we could have by the time they got their product we could have charged charged the corporation you know a big normal Four, bucket fourteen thousand dollars but we decided this is we were trying a new indoor setup with the we were also having fun it was, yeah. well don't tell them that oh you know, all right it's Sorry. work it's work son <laughs> it's all day work it's what we do i sweat my back hurt Carrying all that equipment. <laughs> oh my God! Did you see? I yeah. put that up in the in my video. Go to go to Omar's channel and watch the the headshot video he put up there. It was hilarious, and you see all the stuff that we didn't need to bring. <laughs> I felt it was. You know what was fun about it was I felt like we were playing number one, but the fact that I got that little tinge inside that when we were beginners, when mm-hmm. we would uh, uh, just like bring too much or. 
have all these like little triggers and things that we were changing batteries in. It was like playing. It was like playing. And then it was work when we had to figure out that young lady's glasses. Yeah, you know, I figured it out. Tell us. First of all, shooting people with glasses. Yeah. It, it can be easy or it could be a nightmare. And no matter how seasoned you are, you're going to run into a situation where one person isn't falling into all the fixes. Yeah, we, we actually uh, had someone, a few people with glasses prior to, and what you can do with people with glasses is sometimes you just get them to tilt the glasses up slightly, and then the modifier uh, doesn't show up in the glasses. So we tried that with this woman, but she must have had some dome lenses. <laughs> the OPEX. <laughs> They're concave and convex. <laughs> They're both. Convex. Anyway, you know what it was? It was my fault because the light was just waste. It was so big that it was hitting the ceiling. <laughs> and the thing is, if you angle uh, the light with someone with glasses in the, you know, like the angle of incidence mm -hmm. is equal to the angle, angle of reflection. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So if someone has glasses, if you move the light higher and down, they'll still get beautiful light. But it will be blocked like it will go. But our light was so huge. It was huge. And just the little girl was like this big. Yeah, yeah. So it was so big that it was coming too forward. So we had to keep feather. We got it. We got it finished. It actually ended up being one of the better shots of her. Um, but it was tough. It was tough. Like, like, like we said, we had two, three other guys with glasses and a couple quick tweaks and we fixed them in seconds. Yeah. Uh, this lady took eight, nine shots before we finally got to a point where like we good. kicked her out yeah, we're like listen. get the hell out of here Susan you again <laughs> you gotta go it's damn dome glasses but I think uh, that taught me something because since I love soft beautiful light I automatically brought like the seven footer and it's it was stupid it, we had beautiful light on them but you can get the same thing we're shooting tight anyway I could have brought the three footer and put it right on top. Of put her. it right on top of them. Do a Joel Grimes kind of more mm. beauty dish. Put the camera right underneath them. <laughs> yeah. So it would have been more portable. It actually would have been a little better for that three quarter shot. So that was overkill, and that's what I learned. You know, that's what I learned there. Let me take it back because go back to we, we what jumped, we were talking yeah, about. We jumped yeah. everywhere. Mm -hmm. I want to talk about that when to charge, when not to charge. So you mentioned not to charging when you're when you're learning your stuff. When you're first starting out, when you're practicing some new techniques for yourself. Or charity. Sorry, I forgot charity. Or charity. Well, that's the, that's what I wanted to bring up. Like, oh, okay. Like, sorry. Like, I know Omar, uh, two years ago, donated um, six hours of his day to shoot the Muckfest for us. And, and everyone loved the shoot. Um, and we, we're glad he didn't charge his prices because we can't afford him. <laughs> um, I would never charge for that. But, yeah. So there's always there's always times where you don't charge and and sometimes you could even give a discount like in, in my my level of photography I don't shoot massive events I shoot uh, family moments and this that and the other and I'm aimed to a more um, pocket challenged yeah demographic than you are you you you're lucky enough to deal with people who can't afford and um, it's no big deal I tend to work with with families and people who are on the lower side of the financial where photography is not even the seventh or eighth thought in their mind. So I like to, I always come in at a, at a lower price for them people because I realize there is nothing more important than, than having a family portrait of, of your family. And if you can't, if you're deciding between rent and, and photos, you shouldn't be making that decision. Yeah, it should for be sure. very simple. Um, and luckily I have a full-time job where I don't need to charge a lot for the photography I do. 
but for family portraits, Christmas portraits, uh, baby portraits, I always try to come in at a reasonable price so that they don't have to debate whether or not they want to take these photos because it's some 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 things in life aren't necessarily necessarily a necessity, but you need them. Yeah, and it, it you get something out of it too, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I always feel good about it. Like you know, like I I've lived such a sinful life. I need to <laughs> give back. I need to you know make all the points I can get back somewhere. So that's great. That's really great. I think. Um, there should there's people that should be charging that aren't charging and so maybe we should talk about that a little bit you could fall into the danger of i think being let's say you do have a great day job and you uh, are coming from being a hobbyist to shooting everyone's portraits if you're having a freaking great time and everyone's getting these portraits posting printing and you're just you know giving them the farm uh, you're doing a disservice to people who are trying to make a living out of photography or maybe are scraping by as a photographer. Uh, so there is a fine line, I think, where you go from, hey, I'm learning, to you are part of this world, this you know photography world. So I think some people kind of need to decide if it's personal work I don't charge or, hey, people are abusing you. Right, because it comes to a point where, hey... Uh Billy, oh, Billy, come to my party this weekend. Oh, and bring your camera. I would love for you to take some port, some fort photos from my family. I told you I was invited to a wedding just to do photos. Yeah, and people don't people don't understand. Like, listen, yeah. if 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 we we don't mind doing photos as we're learning, but when it gets to the point where I'm working your fun event <laughs> and I'm not getting paid to work your fun event, you know that's another thing. It's, that's another thing. Like as you as a human being, if you say, "Hey, I'm gonna go get Mo to do this because I know he won't charge me," th- then you're you're just being rude. Because yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all small businesses, and if you don't support, if you have a small business and you ex- don't expect me to ask you for a discount, how dare you expect me to give you away what I do? Yeah, you know, that's you have, true. You have to balance yourself out. I mean, I never ever like for instance the guac spot. Remember they tried to. To get oh those my discs. gosh! They're our, a small business. Our friends uh, own a, a great place. If Delicious you're near Verona, place. New Jersey, they're Delicious. called the Guac Spot. And they make fresh guac every day. And we shot their wedding. Yeah, and um, we so they they feel like we're friends. We shot their weddings, and they kind of gave us a discount on one of our meals, and we sneak it back into the tip <laughs> because we realize that small businesses small businesses can't cut each other breaks because. We're small businesses. Yeah, we need all the profits. Hold we can on, get. you're ruining this. I want free guac. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Guac, guac is so delicious. Though. Yeah. So Jonathan's always like trying to, you know, whatever. But uh, there was one time he, you know, swung the the register uh, like this the the stripe uh, thing mm-hmm. around for me to sign, and there was a button for tip, and I was like, damn, <laughs> <laughs> bastard. Yeah, I just put the twenty dollar bill in the little. Bucket, oh, the like, tip thing. Really, yeah, yeah. And they're like, well, you can't. You can't stop us, Jonathan. You can't do it, Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, there's times to charge. There's times not to charge. You have to find a balance of both. Like Omar said, don't let somebody take advantage of you because you're having fun doing it. If they're coming to you and they don't talk to you all week long and the only time they come talk to you is when they need a <laughs> hey, photo session. How you doing? You should really rethink what you're doing. And then, you know, what what to charge uh, when you're starting? Yeah, what, what feels right? All right, so you got something on that? I, I was going to say, what starts, when, you, when you start, you have two options. You charge with what feels right, and if they pay it, then you're good. Or you could do research around your neighborhood and see what other people are charging. Not yeah. everyone lists their prices, but a lot of people do. And then you could just wade yourself somewhere in between there. Okay, so here's my theory on that. 
So the first thing is you have to, in my opinion, know your level of ability. Meaning if someone says, hey, I have a, a, a little wedding this Friday. Uh, I want you to shoot the wedding at this dark church. <laughs> then we're going to this darker basement. And then we're going to the rooftop, super hot, bright sunlight uh, for the reception. Mm. What are your thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you know your abilities. Like, mm. I know that I could do that. Like, if I had to do that, I can go mobile with lights. I know I, know I can have speed lights around the room in the dark basement. But let's say someone doesn't have any lights. They're just a natural light shooter with a camera. They should not charge. They should not say, look up their you know, local, oh, it's a $10,000 market, you know? Mm -hmm. So number one, you have to know your ability. And two, you have to know, am I adaptable? Can I shoot in any situation if it's an event? That's number one. So can you shoot in a situation? Number two, if it, let's say it's just natural light portraits. How good are you? Are you good enough to charge? Are you still in the learning process mm -hmm. and your client will understand that? Or are you, are you really good? Like you, you compare your work to others and you're really good. You can charge and you can charge what you want. You know, and it's important when, when we say you compare your work is, is you need, again, we'll, we beat this into the ground, but you need those friends that are objective enough to tell you the truth. Are friends objective, though? Like, are that's friends really objective? I don't think anyone wants to hurt anyone's feelings. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you have to either post something somewhere where you'll get natural criticism. You have to hope to have a friend like Omar who'll tell you, like, no, that's ugly. Yeah. Omar, no, I, I don't think I would even. I don't think I would even. I think what you're supposed to do is go to, like, people who... Uh, see work all the time and are, you know, can be critical without knowing you. And where's uh, that though? Yeah, I mean, it's like portfolio. Uh, you know, at at these conventions, they have portfolio reviews, and you have to pay for those. Mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you you really get a great sense of where you are with those reviews. Y yeah, actually, let us know in the comments below if there's a community or place where people can get their work critiqued honestly. That's probably a good thing we should look up, right? Yeah, because, because I think I'd be interested to put my work up. My, my. I, people love, quote, love my work, but I think not really. I think people are just positive in general. No one's going to say, hey, you know, this composition is too bullseye, which no. I shoot bullseye composition. I don't have those people in my life. I have people who tell me straight out, like, dude, that sucked. I mean, really? Yeah, like, uh, you know, the trolls. First of all, those are trolls. Oh, yeah. Well. But... You know, but they make you think like, well, does it suck? Does it oh, suck? please. I would be, I get destroyed. I mean, if, if, if someone reviewing my portfolio is like, you need to go back to the drawing board, I'd be like, your work is amazing. Your work is great. And I don't say that just because I, I love you. I, I say that because I, I know what your work is. I've seen it. I've seen it compared to other people's work. And you are among, you are a photographer hidden uh, amongst a sea of other photographers. But if more people saw your work, your channel would be bigger. You would be bigger. You're just an amazing photographer. Oh, thank you. That means uh, I a think, lot. I think that the, means fact, a lot. the fact that you could go from natural light to speed lights to a dark room to a well-lit room. I haven't seen you. I've seen you panic, but I've never seen you. I've never seen <laughs> Remember you, that? I, I've never seen you break, though. I've never seen you not deliver. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that's that says a lot oh, for yourself. Oh, I got to bring this up to you. You just brought up a good point. Like, you've seen me panic. So... My son's little league coach mm -hmm. dropped some serious knowledge, like in the team meeting, and I was in the back, like, 
motivated <laughs> because I related it to almost anything you do. All right. So this was his advice. He said he would rather have the kids up at bat in in like uh, in the state of mind instead of fearing of failure, like bases loaded, ninth inning. Instead of going up there with the fear of, hey, I can't do this. I can't get this run in. Have the hope for greatness. And so stepping up to the plate with like, hey, I'm hoping that I can get this hit as opposed to like, dang, I hope I don't fail. Right. And I think that even Zach Arias has said every job and a lot of professional photographers say every job they're about to do, a lot of them are like sweaty armpits, super anxiety, always nervous before a shoot. Because I think as humans, we have that fear to fail as opposed to like, I'm a rock this. The expectation is to succeed. Totally right. And so I, I took the coach's advice for this Saturday. Mm -hmm. And uh, Georgie can attest to this. The family formals were mayhem. And I was in a state of mind of like, I got this. And there was no, the fear for just that, you know, like the fear and anxiety. I was like owning the entire, like corralling the family. And they were having a great time and I was having a great time. And so state of mind is like everything. So back to charging. Um, I think it takes a, a level of confidence too, uh, where you can, uh, um, you can say, Hey, I'm confident that I'm going to charge $150 for this portrait session. That is non-refundable. That means if the client completely, uh, uh is a no show, I have $150 to secure the date. That doesn't include any prints. That doesn't include any digital files. You're paying me for my time, the travel, the shoot, the uh, equipment, the, equipment the editing, the software that I use. It's a $150 portrait shoot. Once you get over that hump that they're not getting anything, mm -hmm. you have to get over that hump of there's no pictures coming You know, with that portrait session. I think that's the first step for a lot of people is to be like, whoa. Uh, they're giving me money for nothing. Mm -hmm. No, no, they're giving me money for all the stuff I just said. And then and again, if you're editing with Picasso still, <laughs> I don't think <laughs> this is you're you're not charging five hundred bucks for anything. Yeah. But uh, either way, and if you're thinking of charging, uh, it's ex it's an exciting time for you because that means that you are taking a step to either having like a little side hustle, and that extra cash is great to have either to buy more gear in the beginning, like in the beginning, it's all just, the gear. Okay, I think this one's gone too long. I think we were over. I'm like wondering where the... I could see you're getting tired. No, I'm looking where the timer is. Hey, like, look at ooh. the symmetry. Look at the symmetry in us here. Nipples. Hey, I'm Mo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, oh el viejo. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for stopping by today. And uh, if anything, we'll talk some more next week because we love you. Man. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>